time for the crime report sponsored by the Crime Stoppers Southern County. 1 800 220 All calls are indeed kept confidential. Joe Jacqueline, retired sergeant, NYPD, former commanding officer of the Bronx Cold Case Squad, current adjunct professor at John Jay College, and an author of the Criminal Investigative Function, an incredible document. Uh, that covers so much addition uh, three into four coming out. Joe, a highly decorated member in his day of the NYPD, including the most notable Department Medal of Valor. A very good morning to you, Sarge. How are you? Good morning, Jay. How are you? Lots of happening, my friend. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah. Lots to cover. Let's go over the Valva sentencing. 25 years to life. Uh, behind yep. bars, Joe. Not a lot of surprise here. Not a lot of surprise. You listen to the jurors and everything else. Got what he deserved, that whole thing. So it was just a matter of time for Valve, your assessment. Yeah, he got off light, right? He should have gotten a couple of life sentences for that. This way, if there is something called life after death, we got him for those two. I mean, this is just a horrific crime. 25 years, um, you know, it's just not enough. It should have been life in prison. It should have been. It should have been. And what awaits Angela Polina in February, I would imagine some of the same medicine. Uh, but, you know, you decipher this case. You know, you and I went from day one here, the the components coming out, everything involved here, you know, from the lacerations of bruises, the hosing down on, on a cold January day thrown into the garage, uh, the kids going to school hungry, he and his brother Anthony, CP, you know, I'll tell you, and I thought the judge yesterday really said it well. You know, William Condon, Joe, the fact that, you know, this can never happen again. I mean, this there can never be another incident of this type of situation ever again. Ever. My good CPS, you know, when you go over the timeline of this case and you look at the involvement of CPS... What in God's name is who's running that show? I mean, this should never have occurred. And you you get out of this, the the fumbling of the ball so many times. And you wonder what in the heck was going on here. Well, I just hope they don't stop with this, you know, after the, um, you know, after the second trial. And I hope they continue to investigate exactly what happened, if there are flaws, how to fix those flaws. If there's somebody responsible, how to deal with that? Because, like you said, we, we, we've talked about a number of cases through the decades that have happened, and we say never again, and then it happens again. So we need to ensure that that never happens again. And by doing so, we need to hold people accountable, and we need to hold organizations accountable. Because when you're dealing with the very young and the very old, they are the most vulnerable of our society. And if we can't protect them, we can't protect anybody. Without question. Do you expect anything different when Polina goes on trial, the ex-fiance? No, I think this is a this is a bad harbinger for her. I would have to agree with you wholeheartedly. So, anyway, that is uh, the situation. There'll be an appeal of some sort. I don't think it'll hold up at all. Michael no. Valva, 25 years to life in prison. I only hope, I only hope, Sarge, that he gets the back end of that deal. I'll tell you that much. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he will. I don't know what happens in certain sentences like this, but this is a man who deserves a life sentence, without question. Well, unfortunately, I mean, New York's getting ready to, um, you know, 
pass a whole other host of, you know, elder parole and everything like that, there's a good possibility he will be out, and he'll be out earlier before the 25 years. That's why you want to have the life sentence, because when you have the life sentence, then you don't have to worry about things like this. But talk about, um, you know, just a just an absolute atrocity if this guy gets out in, let's say, 20 years or 18 years or whatever, and it's all because some new law passed today in 2022. Uh, this is um, this is something that many of us have been railing against because it's just the this uh, boy, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. A tough one. Uh, you could say justice was served somewhat here, but uh, you know, an eight year old, an eight year old. You think of you think of young Thomas. And the fact that you hope that he didn't die in vain, you hope a lesson is learned here. And again, this can never happen again. I thought Condit put it appropriately well. Let's go to Idaho, the latest in that investigation, what's going on. Uh, maybe a white car, a Hyundai Elantra Joe, that they're trying to find occupants of that car. Uh, maybe this could be a missing link as far as maybe solving this case. This case is going on, I think tomorrow it'll be a month. Uh, it's been way too long. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of criticism happening here. What's your assessment overall, and maybe maybe a link to solving this thing? Well, here's here's my thing with the car. Right? Uh, when have they known about this car? Right? Did they just find out about it because I can give them a pass if they just discovered this over the last couple of days? But if they've been holding on to this for nearly four weeks, I think that's a big problem. And the the issue that comes down to is. You know, they never put out a reward. They never put out a Crime Stoppers reward. And this is where if you have this car in the very beginning, you put out the reward immediately saying we're looking for information about this. Is Now that four weeks into this, people's memories fade. Uh, people can destroy evidence in the whole nine yards in the, within the, that, that month time period. So before we, like, really crush the police department and the state, and remember the feds are involved in this too, we, we need to find out exactly when they came upon this vehicle was it based on a tip that they got or, or anything like that so without knowing that part we really can't comment on if this was good or this was bad timing is everything so there are still things specifically in timing that they haven't even answered out yet there's there's hours and gaps in the in the victim's timelines there's whole uh avenues of of different things so for instance cell phone records internet records i don't really know if they mentioned them specifically but i think that could play a big role in this we know that video surveillance just also came out of, um, well, not video surveillance, but the body cam worn footage from a police officer responding to a call, a noise complaint uh, across the street from the house. And I think that's where they might have uh, found, the, you know, or saw the white car. So there are a lot of things going on here. I, I am concerned at this point, four weeks into it, but you got to remember too, Jake, there's probably a lot of DNA evidence that they've gotten in their blood blood spatter, foot impressions, the whole nine yards. And these things take uh, a while to come back from the the, the uh, labs. And they probably should have them by now, but toxicology reports sometimes can take weeks. So until then, um, I think we need to be patient. I understand that the parents are very upset uh, because their daughters, of course, were murdered. But however, you know, they're also concerned about the, the pace of this investigation and why they haven't made an arrest yet. This is, this is, you know, you're dealing with a quadruple homicide like this and happening basically in the middle of nowhere. It's uh, it's going to be very time-consuming. Had to be a car, Joe. Had to be a car. You know, those types of situations in colleges, you know, it kind of correlated to where my kid went upstate New York. They're like ghost towns. You know, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yep. Whoever did it, 
had to get away in a car some somewhere somehow. You know, there's so many questions yes. here. There's so much criticism here being thrown at the Moscow Idaho Police Department. Parent, uh, parents are being criticized too for calling out uh, the local authorities. Not fast enough investigation. Lots of flaws and everything else. Maybe they should. You know, kind of tighten up somewhat. A lot of people are saying every time that happens, there's there's some sort of a, a press conference between the chief there, Fry, uh, goes before the cameras to reassure and whatnot. There's just a lot of things happening within the confines of this thing. You hope, you know, if 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 you let people do their job, you got the FBI, you got the, the state involved here, the local authorities involved here. If you let the jobs to be done here. I think they'll accomplish something, but there seems to be such outside, you know, so many outside elements involved here to disrupt, mm-hmm. and it just seems to me. Again, obviously, I'm not your enforcement. I'm not just an outsider looking in. It just seems like a conglomeration of too many interruptions going on. Well, yeah, I mean, we've already seen where they were doing press conferences at the beginning and basically answering out things that have come in from the true true crime community. Listen, the true crime community, I think this is the largest case that they've been involved in so far. And the, the amount of information and the amount of tips they're probably pouring into the police department is could be debilitating. I mean, you have to answer out every one of these tips. Uh, I've gotten, you know, I've done a, a number of interviews on this, whether it's on Fox or a couple other places. But I'm getting emails from people about this, that, and the other thing. So here I am, a nobody, right? Uh, they see me on TV or something like that, and I send them emails about theories and about things that, so I can only imagine what the police department is getting, and specifically on the tip line, where you end up tying up this tip line with nonsense, so to speak, sometimes, and it's just, you have to go weed through it. So, and this, we're talking about a very small department that doesn't have the, the personnel to be able to handle this kind of uh, information coming in, but you have to answer it all out, because God forbid you leave out things that, that, that uh, you know, could have had value or didn't have value, but... The defense attorney is going to get a record of that, and if you didn't uh, exclude all others, you, you could you can have a problem in your court case. Joe, what is the uh, monetary reward right now for this? Do, do we know? There isn't. You see, there isn't. You, you and I have spoken about this before, and even relating to Gilgo, right? Where you know they had off the reward. They, listen, money talks. <laughs> it talks. It talks in every facet of life. Okay. Put a put a massive reward out there. Get the state involved. You know this is this is, but this is something of incredible proportions here. Yeah, I mean, it's first and foremost, get a reward out there. It's unbelievable. No, can you if you put it? out a reward now, that would be, that would be the, the 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 act of desperation for sure. But why can't it be put in play? Why, why can't you put out a fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollar reward for information on the lead to This is a massive case. I just think it would look look desperate right now if you do this four weeks into it. But I That's think you I have think, to do it immediately. I understand, but I think I think it is in desperation right now. I, I think right now, four weeks in, I mean, it, it's of desperate proportions. And and listen, there is somebody who knows something out there, and maybe maybe you know fifty grand will push somebody to say, hey. Guess what? Here's some information. Well, I don't think it could hurt. I, I think they had the golden opportunity in the beginning, especially with the Thanksgiving vacation and kids going home from school. Because if you would have put something out about, um, you know, if you, if you see anybody that you know coming home from, you know, from the university and they have scratch marks or 
you know, unexplained injuries, whatever we'd like to know about it, and here's a report, right? So here's where you put neighbors, cousins, uncles, and everybody else on high alert because this is something where, you know, like you said, money makes people do crazy things, correct? So and <laughs> I've seen people give up uh, their family members for a lot less than 50000 let's put it that way. Very tough times. One more for you, Joe. We're a mother who is clutching the photo of her son uh, during the week. She needs information. Everybody needs information. They're trying to find the killer of this kid, this 29-year-old from New Jersey who was fatally shot in the head. It was, it was at a West Babylon pool party in July of last year. Uh, came to the aid of some people who thought he thought were being harassed from women. Um, as it turns out, he was walking away with friends. Somebody put a gun to his head. And uh, this case is still opened. It's a, you know, Crime Stoppers tips hotline. Anybody with information, uh, people can call. Remain anonymous. 1-800-220-TIPS. Horrific story, Joe. You and I cover this thing. Uh, this yeah. kid from South uh, South Plainfield, uh, Danny Phyllis, and a 29-year-old, uh, I believe, at the time of his death. Just a horrific deal here. Yep, and I like the fact that they had the press conference and the police commissioner, Harrison, is there with her. And, and if anybody hasn't seen this gut-wrenching video, I encourage them to do so. And this is what this is what happens when you have a loved one murdered, specifically your son. Uh, yeah, and this is the kind of pain that families go through. And this is something that I also want to see uh, politicians look at because some of their uh, things that they're doing, too, not have led to this case per se, but they have led to other cases. And I, I just want them to see what the pain and suffering looks like of family members. A tough one. There was a $5,000 reward out for this uh, situation or information that hopefully, hopefully, uh, will lead to an arrest. Uh, Joe Jacqueline, The Crime Report, Crime Stoppers, 1-800-220-TIPS. Lots on the plate, Joe. Hopefully, we get some breaks in some of these horrific cases. Can't thank you enough. We'll talk to you during the week. How's that? 